How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We're not quite halfway through the month of December. But we're getting closer and closer to Christmas or Hanukkah. We celebrate that instead. Some families celebrate both if they happen to be blended families. I grew up with a few families and have a few friends where they do both sides. We are certainly getting ever closer. I cannot believe that Wednesday is December 6th. Wowzers. This time next week, I'll be in my final two hours of the radio show until after Christmas. So we're getting down to, uh, well, the extended break, something I've never done before. That's actually going to be pretty tough for me because I've never been away from my radio show here at CBS Sports Radio for longer than a week at a time. So that's that's going to be different. I told Bob, by the time we get through Christmas, so post-wedding through Christmas, he's going to be begging me to go back to work because uh, I usually don't talk about sports when I'm away from the show, but I may be going through NFL withdrawals by then. Not to mention we'll be getting closer to the national semifinals in college football, and I'll just need someone, anyone to talk about football with. (laughs) Maybe I'll just grab my microphone at home and just record my own little show. Could you imagine? No, it won't be that bad. I really miss it. At the end of any break I take, but while I'm on a vacation, I actually don't think at all about work. I usually am in bed by 11 (laughs) o'clock. So long before the show ever goes on the air. A different, though, is that producer Jay and I are going to be off the same schedule for, what, two and a half weeks? Yeah, about. We're actually going to go from the time I leave on December 13th, so my last show We'll wrap up on the morning of December 13th. And then Bob and I have a drive to Houston. Penny's coming too. Oh, I did check into some mild sedative options for Penny to make this upcoming road trip with us. I'm supposed to practice, by the way. I'm supposed to try. Yeah, I have to go pick up the sedative from the vet on Wednesday because she's older, right? So I didn't just want to go willy-nilly and find some type of, uh, you know, Benadryl or, or whatever. I wanted to be sure that the vet 
approved it because she's 14. And, and I don't, she does not do well with anesthesia. So whenever she's come out of being under a couple times in her life, she's very disoriented. She doesn't like it. So I was a real, really leery about a heavy sedative that would cause her to sleep because I, I just don't want her. She's also diabetic. I just don't want anything to interfere with her body chemistry or her diabetes, her insulin. And so I checked with the vet and they recommended a mild sedative that essentially doesn't stop the dog from thinking, right? So she's not asleep, right? She's not coma in a coma. She's still thinking and processing and looking and watching, but the thoughts of what to do. So get up, move around, be anxious, try to bolt out the door, those types of things. Uh, They never quite make it to action. So their thoughts maybe. So her mind is still very active, but her thoughts are are not ever really translated into action because her body just can't really follow through. So her body is much more relaxed, but her mind may still be really active. So they said that that's the easiest on the dog, though. Uh, She said the next step up is a, a heavier sedative, but the issue with that one is it only works about half the time. Weirdly enough, some dogs are completely impervious to it. It it doesn't have any effect on them. And then the third step would be the heaviest, which is the Xanax, which would actually have her kind of being a a comatose, not quite unconscious, but yeah, she'd be pretty conked out. And they would like to do that as the last option. They don't want to give that to to a dog of her age if they don't have to. So we're going to try it. But they said, you want to give it to her. Let her settle in her stomach for a couple hours or settle in her system for a couple hours and then take her on a road trip. And I'm like, take her on a road trip? I don't have time to take her on a road trip. Well, just take her on a nice long drive. Like, I guess we could just go sit in traffic in, you know, around yeah. New York. We'd be out there for a long time. Uh, so I, d- I don't exactly know where I'll be taking her, uh, but maybe I could do a run to the grocery store or something like that where she's in the car for a little bit of a longer period of time. Yeah, again, I have no idea where I'm taking her exactly, but... Do you need gas? Well, I know, but I could get gas within a mile of my house, so... I don't know. Maybe she'll be in the car for a little extended time. Yeah, no, they they want me to take, like, a long... She said, like, a nice long drive. Okay, well, (laughs) I I do have Friday off, so I suppose I could take a little road trip, but where would I go exactly? Just just burning some rubber? Yeah, just burning some rubber. I suppose. Yeah, (laughs) we cruised, like, when I was 16. (laughs) Uh, when I was 16 and I used to visit my grandparents in Northeast Ohio, the Youngstown area, our next door neighbors or my grandparents' next door neighbors, there was a, a friend of mine who was about a year older. And so she had a car and not just that, but it was a convertible. Mm. So on Saturday nights in the summertime, oh yeah, my mom, I had to ask mom for permission, but we were, when I was 15 and she was 16, we would, we would go cruising <laughs> near the mall. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> That was fun. Anyway, it's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Your chance to ask Amy anything. Not the last time. We will do one more hump show next week. That, whoa, that'll be very sentimental. My last ask Amy until I'm a married woman. That's it. The last one. Did I tell you that this little boy that I teach in my Sunday school class, his name is Jackson. He's a fifth grader. I've had him now for about three years, and I'm close to his parents, so I've been over to his house and stuff. In fact, one time I went over to visit his parents, and I ended up spending the entire time playing soccer and uh, baseball with Jackson. So, you know, we're buds. 
And he wanted me to watch the game with him. He made me cookies one time. BFFs. Yeah, we're BFFs. Uh, anyway, so he made a sweet card for me. And it, it was he drew me and Bob as well as the pastor on the front of the card. And there's a rainbow. <laughs> and nice. I hope you have an awesome wedding. But inside the card, this is how he addressed me. Ms. Soon-to-be Mrs. Amy. <laughs> That's incredible. It was so sweet. I may actually post a photo of it on social just because he he really, he spent, excuse me. Sorry about that. I could see him. So, again, I was hanging out with his family and a group of friends uh, last week on a weeknight. And he had come in from a basketball game and I could see him over at the kitchen table working really hard. Didn't know what he was doing. I thought he was working on homework because he's in fifth grade. So sometimes they have homework. That hard on that. Yeah, and then I realized he was working the whole time on a card for me. That's awesome. A fifth grader to miss soon to be missed. That's that's impressive. I don't think his mom actually told him either because right. I think he wrote the whole thing himself. He's very smart, which is one of the reasons why we get along so well. So yeah, I don't know what it is about. Oh my gosh. I'm dying. <laughs> Before my wedding, I'm dying. <laughs> Give me some Give me oxygen. oxygen. Don't make me laugh. <laughs> Stop it. Now I'm crying. <laughs> How did I all of a sudden turn into Jerry Jones? <clears throat> Was that me or Jerry? That's the question. I mean, my wedding flowers go astray. I'm starting to have a coughing fit right before my wedding. Is this, do you think this is pre-wedding jitters? Mm. No, the, the flowers jitters are normal, I think, but they're going to come t- today. So that's fine. Are you I sure? You're I pr- sure? I know it. I know you know. It. Okay. You feel it? Feel it. Right. And I, I feel it. I just know they're coming today. But no, pre-wedding jitters, I don't think so. I don't think you have that. Well, I don't have jitters about marrying Bob or getting married. I have jitters about things going the way that we've planned because people keep saying, oh, just be ready for it all to go horribly wrong. The worst advice. Be ready for something to grow up. Thank you, Jay. When you get married, I'm not going to say, oh, by the way, be ready for it all to blow up in your bleeping face <laughs> on wedding day. People are just so mean. That's really Why? Why advice. would you say that to someone? Not to mention. It's not even advice. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's not, not advice. It's, it's not almost helpful. like they want to rain on my parade. Exactly. And and so that, along with me kind of venting a little bit, I don't know if you saw my tweet earlier on Tuesday afternoon. In fact, a bunch of my friends, this is kind of funny, I, friends that I don't even know are on Twitter were sending me text messages. Oh, I saw your tweet. I'm sorry about the flowers. I'll be praying, you know, or how are you doing? Are you okay? You know, it's, it's going to be all right. They're going to show up. My sister-in-law is like, they're going to show up. Anyway, people telling me, oh, it doesn't matter. Well, it may not matter to you, <laughs> but it matters to me. And just don't ever say that. When you get married, Jay, and, and I give Bob all the credit in the world, he he is also as concerned as I am. So he, he was helping me, talking me down off the ledge, but he was he's just as as hopeful about the flowers arriving on Wednesday as you are because he wants them, they wants that to happen. Anyway, he did not say it doesn't matter, but yeah, don't ever tell your fiance, your bride to be, Oh, it doesn't matter. Who yeah. cares if we had flowers? Wouldn't recommend that. No, I wouldn't. No. No. <laughs> Cause there really aren't very many elements that matter to me because the theme of our wedding is simple and elegant. So we're, it's not like a flower shop threw up in the chapel. It's, it's very streamlined actually. 
But the part that, and at some point I'll share a photo of these because they're absolutely gorgeous. I'd have to ask Bob's permission and probably won't be till after the wedding. He built a set of barn doors. So three barn doors. He built them from nothing but boards. And he put the doors together, uh, the frame, then he painted them, then he stained them, then he finished them so they look like they're old weathered wow. barn doors. Yeah, they're amazing. Cool. Yeah. Oh, they're I am so impressed with his handiwork, and I'm so proud of the fact that we're going to be getting married in front of these doors that are up on our stage with us. And that was kind of the whole point is that the doors are providing the backdrop for the flowers and the draping and that kind of thing. And so it really isn't like we're decorating to the hilt. It's just the flowers match the bouquets and the flowers yeah, so it I kind of matters. I kind of need these flowers. Thank you, Jen. Right. I mean, thank you. Not, no part of it doesn't matters more or less than. Which is good training for you when you do get married. You've yeah. had to walk through the whole thing with me, and so you kind of know what matters and what not to say. Everything matters. How's that? Thank That's you, what Jen. I've learned. Well, I mean, for instance, I don't care that my nieces and my sister-in-law, who are my bridesmaids, don't have the same dress. Couldn't care less. Right. As long as your dress is the right color, I don't care what it looks like. I mean, pick a dress that's that's right for you. Same thing for my friends who are asking me, what color should I wear and what should I wear? Wear what makes you happy. Wear what you love. Wear what you're going to be comfortable dancing in for right. a few hours. Uh, we're, you know, we're not, we're not do, it's not the type of wedding where everything's printed up perfectly and it looks like something out of a magazine. It's just there's a few elements that are important to us and flowers are one of them. So I'm with you. I'm I'm trusting my God, but also trusting you, Jay. You spoke it into existence. I'm trying. We're speaking it. Thank you. When I call you screaming at the top of my lungs, you'll know. I'll oh, answer. see, I can't be screaming this close to the wedding because I can't lose my voice. You can I'll, I'll, You can talk lightly, but I'll understand your okay. tone. Yeah. Guess what? I'll take that as the scream. <laughs> okay. Also, I have to tell you how I decided to transport my vows to the front of the chapel. So there is no pocket in my dress, obviously. Mm. So <laughs> so I had to figure out, I didn't want a piece of paper either because I didn't want it to be all flimsy and crackling and all that with? jazz. So my mom actually has a printer that prints on cardstock. So we're going to have, they might be purple. We're going to have some uh, four by six cards where my vows will be printed so that I Classy. I can hold them and not have to not have to be rummaging around in the Crumble paper. Loosely. Yeah, like uh, turning the paper over, folding the paper. Plus, if it's on a piece of paper, I was worried that people might be able to see it, and I don't really mm. want that in the photo either. So classy little printed cards, maybe purple. Mom said, I'll check at school to see if there's purple <laughs> cardstock. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. So anyway, these are questions that you don't need to ask as part of asking me anything. That's coming up in about 25 minutes now. Uh, thank you so much for all your kind words. I've been inundated on my blog, my latest blog post, which actually you can see the flowers. Oh, there's there you go. So people wondering what kind of flowers in my latest blog post, and I can uh, reshare. The latest blog post, I actually give you photos of the bouquets. If you're looking for the link, it's on my Twitter uh, blog post, but it's also on our Facebook page, I thought it'd be fun to offer a sneak peek of what the flowers look like. So there are a couple of the bouquets that are in the, the blog post. Uh, they're very special flowers. They're sweet. And many of you have, have been concerned with me and have offered <laughs> your support. Uh, so thank you. Thank you for all the kind words. You seem really happy for me. 11 days. 11, Jay. Remember when it, well, it was never 11 months because uh, we weren't we weren't engaged that long, but 
it seemed like 11 years going back, say, I don't know, to July or August. Remember? Oh, yes. And and you said to me, it's going to fly by. Everyone kept saying that. And like, no, it's dragging. It's dragging because no. we're, we're doing long distance. And now it's 11 days. 11. 11 days. I, and honestly, it feels like it was just yesterday we were saying, Does oh, it? it's going to be, you know, just like you were just yeah. saying, it, it's going to take so long. I was like, no, nah, it'll be right here. It feels like it was yesterday. It's crazy because the, t- I mean, the long distance itself has made it feel as though it's the longest year in the history of time, of father yeah. time. Um, but now that it's here, it's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Stop, stop. Right. <laughs> yeah, I could use a couple extra days if you don't mind. <laughs> no, I would never say that to Bob. Sorry, Bob, just kidding. Okay, coming up, Micah Parsons tells you his choice for MVP. And actually, he gives you a list. Uh, and you won't believe which young quarterback he's a huge fan of. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Send your questions to our show Twitter, After Hours CBS. And then also our Facebook page. Thanks for joining us on the Hump Show here on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Hungry for a taste of the most delicious audio of the night? You came to the right place. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time for Bite Me with Amy Lawrence. Here's Amy Lawrence. Good news. I'm not actually dying. It was just a bit of a coughing fit. Don't ask me why. One of the hazards of the business. But I'm still here. Woo! It's After Hours, CBS Sports Radio. As you heard the voice God say, chomp, chomp. Little bit of extra audio for your... Listening pleasure, but also so you can chew over it. Micah Parsons, boy, he's, uh, he is a guy that I really enjoy listening to, but he's also got some hot takes. So we're going to give you the information that I value and then one other rant of his where I think he is kind of out of his, he's out of his area of expertise. He's out from underneath the umbrella. (laughs) Now, first... 
Every week on The Edge with Micah Parsons, his podcast, he ranks his MVP candidates. Five right now for me, I'm going to have to go with Lamar Jackson. Number four, I'm going to go with Tua. Actually, I'm not even going number four with Tua. I have to go with Tyreek. Number three for me will be Brock Purdy. Number two, Jalen Hurts. And number one will be Dak Prescott. And I did this because I know it's a QB-based award. So that's why Tyreek didn't make my top three. But Tyreek is easily in the top three, if not number one. If he breaks his record, he has to be MVP. He's taking Greens for 60 and 70 yards. He is going absolutely berserk. Dak, he is the best quarterback in the NFL right now. It's a QBS award. He will be MVP most likely, and Tyreek will end up being offensive player of the year. So how about that? Dak Prescott, not a surprise, but I would agree with him that Dak is playing otherworldly right now. And because of all the different QB injuries, uh, his numbers are even more inflated and even more impressive. Uh, And he's battled his own injuries, obviously. But to see what he's doing with the ball in his hands ever since that game against the San Francisco 49ers, in which we got the laugh now, cry later from Micah Parsons. Laugh now, cry later. Yeah, Dak is over 3,200 yards passing already. He's got 26 touchdowns. Versus just six interceptions. And I swear three of them came in that game against the Niners, right? Isn't that the game in which he played really poorly? He had one game with three picks. But otherwise, he is locked in since then. And the Cowboys, I believe, have served notice that they're not just a house of cards. They are a legitimate contender. Yes, Dak does lead the NFL through Week 13 with those 26 touchdown passes. Josh Allen and Tua Tagovailoa are right behind him at 24. Then he mentions Tyreek Hill and... Unless Ty breaks the record, now the record being no receiver has ever uh, re- has ever caught 2,000 yards in a single season, then he's thinking that should make him an MVP, but otherwise Offensive Player of the Year. But Micah also, as he raves about the cheetah, Tyreek Hill, he is hoping that he has an off game coming up. Look at this crazy stat, right? Tyreek has more receiving yards than every Cardinals receiver. Every Patriots receiver, every Giants receiver, Judge wide receiver, and Falcons wide receiver. That is an insane stat. That's an insane stat. Like, I don't even think people are realizing how crazy of a stat that is that one man is accomplishing. Tyreek, keep doing what you're doing. Just don't do that on Christmas Day. I'm going to see you then, Cheetah. You know you my dog for real. I'm going to see you on Christmas Day. Just don't do that stuff against me. I'm not trying to be chasing you all up down the field. And that's a fact. I'm not trying to be chasing you all up and down the field. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't even bother, actually. You're going to have to stop him before he gets the ball or be ready to tackle him as soon as he gets the ball. <laughs> that's a crazy stat, though, isn't it? At uh, Tyreek Hill, as he gets closer and closer, he's on pace right now to have over 2,000 yards receiving this season. As he gets closer, there'll be a major watch. Through 12 games, 1,481 yards. 1,481 yards. And then you think about the teams he mentions, the Patriots, the Jets, the Cardinals, I can't remember all of them, um, that they have so little production from their receivers. And a lot of it does have to do with the quarterbacks, but not all. I mean, some of it has to do with the receivers. So, yeah, Tyreek is a one-man wrecking crew. But here's my question. Who would be the MVP, him or Tua? I mean, Tyreek definitely has a ton of yards after the catch. In fact, here's a stat that I think is really interesting. 
Of his 1,481 yards, 604 of those yards are after the catch. So that's where the speed comes in, right? So without the yak, the yards after catch, he's about 800 yards through the air. But it's what he does with the ball after he gets it that makes him so valuable. And the fact that he can snake through traffic. Uh, and you can see him, but you can really barely lay a finger on him. So, yeah, really impressive stuff. I like that. Yak. Such a good stat. Don't. But, see, the thing is you can't just say the word yak like that. It can't be just like yak. It has to be yak. Right, Jay? Try it. Yak. Yes. Yak. No. Not the same. You, you, no. No. You got to Yak. Nice yak on that play. (laughs) He yacked all over himself on that play. (laughs) That means something different. (laughs) It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio, The Edge with Micah Parsons. Uh, Okay, so I like this because we had just talked about the Packers on our last show with Andy Herman, who joined us from Green Bay. Packers are now 6-6, and and they're talking playoffs in Wisconsin. Uh, Well, Micah Parsons, this is his version of I Told You So. Y'all said the first two games, he was six TDs, zero interceptions. Last four games, he was four TDs, seven interceptions. A lot of people said we should move on from Jordan Love. We shouldn't do this. We shouldn't do that, right? And, and this is where I always try to get on you guys about it. And I say, this is completely wrong. We should not be doing this to young quarterbacks who are still progressing in the league. We sit, we're doing that with Bryce Young. We're doing that with Jordan Love. Um, and, and we do it up, and that's our common thing. We're like, oh, they're not playing well. We do it with Zach Wilson. They're not playing well. Let's get rid of them. We got to find a new guy. In reality, you need to stick with these guys. You need to build confidence in them. It does not come easy, right? It does not come easy. The Edge with Micah Parsons. See, I like it because he, as a defensive player, he can see what these guys are doing, right? And as a veteran defensive player, the more quarterbacks you see, the more you can recognize whether or not they actually are reading what's happening on your side of the line, whether or not they can tell, whether or not they're susceptible for interceptions or if they leave themselves exposed, they don't get rid of the ball quick enough. You're seeing all of this firsthand at field level. For him to say, you got to give Jordan Love time to develop. Right, You've got to give Bryce Young time to develop. It's way too early. I think speaks to the fact that all these guys recognize there is a transition. The speed of the game is what I hear over and over about the major difference and why you have to get acclimated. And then think about it. The quarterback is the only guy on the field uh, that has the ball in his hands as much as he does, and he's the target for all of these defensive players, right? So its I wouldn't say it's 1 versus 11. Yeah, there's an offensive line. Uh, You've got guys who can chip and guys who can block, but the entire goal of a defense is to get the quarterback and get the ball, right? (laughs) Well, at least pass rushers like Micah Parsons. Uh, So I, I think that's quite an endorsement. The fact that he is a fan of Jordan Loves, and look, now you're seeing what he is capable of. If you missed that conversation with Andy, I did post it on our Facebook page, but I had an, uh, I had, I don't know what happened to me, a mind, a mind blank or something, and I forgot to post it on Twitter, but I will. So check it out either place, and also send your questions for Ask Amy Anything. All right, one more, and this is <laughs> Micah using his podcast to join the chorus. This is the most popular hot take this week about the college football playoff and Florida State not being included in the Final Four. Do you believe FSU was snubbed? I do truly believe 
they were snubbed. I understand this was one of the hardest things to do, but you cannot do that to a group of men who are trying to build the sport. <laughs> this was absolutely wrong. This should have wrong. not been done. This is a mockery of the sport. And this is why people are starting not to take college football as seriously because of things like this. I feel bad for FSU. This shouldn't have been done to them. They beat top matchups. Even without Travis, they are winning. The people who chose the top four, what they did this year makes no sense. No sense. All right, that's a that's full of hot takes. That 30 seconds, it may not even be 30 seconds, may have had 30 hot takes in it. Not to mention these sound effects. How do we take Micah Parsons seriously in one of his rants when there's all these, like, Nickelodeon sound effects in the background? Can we hear it again just for fun? Even, like, part of it with the sound effects. This was absolutely wrong. This should have not been done. This is a mockery of the sport. And this is why people <laughs> are starting not to take college football as seriously because of things like this. I feel bad for FSU. This shouldn't have been done to them. They beat top matchups. Even without <laughs> Travis, they are winning. Okay, first of all, the, the the swooshes, it sounds like someone is swinging a driver near his head and just completely whiffing, right? That's what it sounds like. Someone has got a driver, like he's sitting next to a driving range, and someone is swinging the golf club as hard as he or she can and completely whiffing, making no contact. No sense. No sense. No sense. <laughs> Someone's swinging a driver right behind his head, and then the the pop uh, that uh, that's like pop a top. They just <laughs> so bad for FSU. This shouldn't have been done to them. They beat top matchups, even with. <laughs> It's either, let's see, it's either a ball. So, you know, the lottery, the lottery balls, they pop up into the little tube. It's either that or I'm not the kind of person that can pop my, my cheek. Can you do that? No. Yeah. Well, I mean, ah! that's it right there. That's the sound. It's just got a little bit of a, of a higher tone to it. To them. They beat top matchups, even with. <laughs> it's close. It's close. Or you know what else? When you were a kid, did you ever play Boggle? I know that, yeah. Yeah, so, well, it had that had some, like, balls in underneath it, but you pop that that pop down, right? That yeah. little that little dome. With the peg, You pop right? it down, right, yeah. and it pops back up. That's kind of fun. Can we change the entire focus of the show where all we do is rhyming? He, may, let's see, he went through the sticks with his kicks to make the Bengals oh, no. in the mix at six and six, right? Like if you missed all of that, well, I'm I'm so sorry. Uh, many of you were really getting into it. Then he has his pick of the chicks and many twicks. So we, we had fun with that in our last hour uh, of our previous show. But if we're not rhyming like Dr. Seuss, maybe we can just make sound effects. Whoosh. Oh, that's cheating. Can okay. you do that? What, can I do? I, no, I can't. I, <laughs> Ow! I could do this one. That's it. wait. Hold on. That's good. Did you know? What, did you know what that was? That was a fa- ow. That was a face palm. I'm gonna have a red mark. I can't have any red marks before the wedding, Jay. <laughs> yeah, stop doing that. Go do do that sound effect again. Go ahead. Boom. Ow! Second. Hold ow! On. Ow! I can't do. How do you do that? Are yes. you playing something on the computer at the same time? No, that's me. You? No way. Oh my gosh. See, I can't do it all the time. <laughs> wow, why are we such children? You used to okay. like, do that in high school in the back of the class, and people would be like, who is that? Great. Well, let's not do that on the show because no. <laughs>
All right. On Twitter, After Hours CBS, Facebook page two, last second questions for Ask Amy Anything. It's the penultimate Ask Amy of the month of December and the year 2023. And if you haven't seen the video version, it's brand new. It's up on our YouTube channel. You are listening to the After Hours podcast. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Time to ask Amy anything. Sort of. Hit me with your best shot. Fire away. We've only got two of these left before 2024. How about that? I suppose theoretically, except that Jay and I won't be working together, we could do one on the last show that I'm hosting before New Year's Eve. So that'll be December 27th. The problem is, I don't know who's going to be in the chair. And I'll be in Houston, and the producer filling in for Jay will be here. So that makes me less than confident that we aren't going to have a complete and total blow-up show. Uh, Yeah, I'm really nervous. I actually got in touch with the manager Asked him, who? So he had put on the schedule the dude who stood us up the last two times. So I said right away, negative Ghost Rider. Yeah, we're, we can't we can't trust him. He stood us up with hours to go before the show started the last two times. The worst. Yeah, the worst. It's time for your questions to get answered. If you have wedding questions, Christmas questions, well, we actually tackled a, a big chunk of your best questions on our latest video. So look for it on YouTube, After Hours with Amy Lawrence. I haven't put the link up on social yet, but I will. But it's easy. Ask Amy Walks Down the Aisle at Christmas. It's a combo. (laughs) So we'll do more Christmas. And there, of course, there are great Christmas questions in the video, which you got to go check out. Yes. But we'll do a little bit of Christmas here, as we'll do more next week. But we're going to do a little teaser here. So Gregory asks, have you finished your Christmas shopping yet? I haven't started my Christmas shopping yet. So part of my Christmas gift giving this year is wrapped up in the wedding. So, for instance, my bridesmaids, I'm paying for them to get their hair and their makeup done. And mom, too, actually. Uh, But a lot of what Bob and I are doing as Christmas gifts is experiences. And so we're not necessarily having to wrap something because with a move and two cross-country drives and a wedding and everything that's involved with all the people who are traveling, la, la, la. Yeah, I don't think we're going to be wrapping a bunch of boxes, but we do have some fun surprises for uh, our families that are more about experiences. Well, you brought it up. Before I get back to Christmas, Therese asked, while driving cross-country, will you be listening to music or audiobooks, or what's the entertainment look like? Well, so here's what we have to do on our drive. One of the things we have to do, we have to put together the seating chart. And since we're going to be stuck in a vehicle, to well, stuck, sorry, sorry, babe. Since we're going to be in a vehicle together for 24 hours, that's when we'll be doing the seating chart for our wedding reception. We also are going to, um, shoot, what's, what? Oh, we're gonna actually go through and write down all of our Christmas experiences, so we know uh, what we can, what we're giving everyone. But there's something else we're supposed to be doing. Shoot, I, I knew this is why I write everything down. There's one other thing that we have to do while we're driving. But no, we'll we'll end up talking most of the time. I think we do have a few podcasts that we're gonna listen to together in advance. Uh, and and he loves Christmas, so probably some Christmas music. The hope is that with the other person driving, one will be sleeping, but I, I don't sleep well when I'm on the move, so I don't think that's going to be me. So yeah, we'll, we'll definitely have to keep ourselves entertained, but I'm sure a mix of podcasts and Christmas, seating chart, 
and some other final wedding details before we actually arrive in Houston. Should fly by. <laughs> Hopefully. You think 24 hours behind the wheel <laughs> with Penny? Let's see. So let's go back to Christmas here. you got to bear with me for a minute on this one. It's a little long, but it's interesting. Oh, okay. So this comes from Patrick, and he wants to know, what events in the World Santa Claus Championship do you think you would do the best in? And he lists a couple of events here. So he says, chimney climbing, snowball throwing, gingerbread decorating, snowshoe obstacle course, sleigh races, or gift wrapping contest. Well, absolutely the snowball throwing because I have a, an arm. It's a cannon for an arm. Jay's seen it. It is. So it I, is. Do, I do have an arm. So definitely snowball throwing. Plus, I grew up in New Hampshire, so I did a lot of that. I would also say the snowshoeing just because I love the mechanism. It's so completely awkward, and it, it makes for the best falls. Oh, my gosh. Snowshoeing is, is fun. But once you get the hang of it, it's actually it's cool. And gift wrapping because I'm a champ at the gift wrapping. I, the thing is, if it's a race, I don't know if I would... I'm meticulous about it, and I'm I'm I make really nice packages, uh, but I don't know that I do it faster than anyone else. It said gift wrapping contest, so okay. I'm gonna say that's just All right. who can wrap. The I even best, know how to time. squiggle the ribbons. You know how to mm. to make the ribbons curly with the scissor. With the yeah, with the squiggles. I actually can't do it, but I know my I watch my mom do it. But every time I try to, it just doesn't work. I don't know. Can I throw a Christmas question out here really quickly? That'll be fun. Of course. Just saw this pop up on Twitter from our crazy granny, TJ. What's our favorite Christmas morning meal? Oh, well, we eat cookies on Christmas morning. Nice. Yeah, we eat Christmas cookies. <laughs> That's what we eat. And then later we'll do like a big egg omelet thing. But while we're unwrapping gifts, it's it's cookies. Like Santa. Uh-huh. Perfect. Uh, last one with Christmas. Connie wants to know, do you mail Christmas cards? I do periodically. So uh, last year I did mail a bunch of Christmas cards. The year before I mailed a few this year, again, none. The cards that we're mailing out right now are, well, first of all, we sent the invites going back, way back, but thank you cards is what I'm mailing right now. So, no. I, of all the things that I'm juggling at this point to get ready for the wedding and the move and purging my house, I, I know when I'm overextended and I'm overextended. Uh, I, I just, yeah. Christmas is on the back burner and I feel badly about it, but I hope people understand. Well, you just led me into this next one where Karen asks, how many lists are you managing right now? Oh, you should see my wedding book. I could publish my wedding book as a how-to manual on planning a wedding in six months. Now, it doesn't account for when your flowers get lost somewhere in transit in the Lone Star State. It's a large state, a very large state. Uh, But yeah, I've got so many lists and I'm very organized. I've gone by month. I've gone by week. I've gone by category. I've got a list for everything and a giant planner book that get this, has purple flowers on the front. My mom gave it to me last year as a Christmas gift, and it's amazing. How did she know? How did she know? Purple flowers on the front, and that's perfect for our wedding. So, yes, I do have so many lists. I'll say at this point, probably 50 different lists going back to July, which is when we picked our venue. 50 of them, easily. 50. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. All right, let's get into some food here. This one is so simple, but I don't know why. I love this question. Well, I'm sorry, what? Did (laughs) someone say food? Oh, okay. Mike Mike wants to know. Okay. (laughs) Do you buy pre-cut pepperonis or stick pepperoni? Oh, I could use some pepperoni right now. Well, when I was a kid, my grandmother bought the stick pepperoni. And that's how my brother and I grew up eating it, is that she would cut the slices for us and put it on a slab of bread with butter. Oh, that was our favorite so snack. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. 
So I grew up loving pepperoni. I don't actually like it on pizza because it gets very greasy. So I don't I don't like crispy cooked pepperoni. Oily. Yeah. yeah, I'm not a big fan. Now I buy it pre-cut just because I use it with crackers and with cheese. In fact, I have some in my fridge at home. Um, but I prefer the stick. So now and then mom will give me a stick of pepperoni for Christmas. And it's like the greatest Christmas gift of all time. Have you ever bitten right into it? No, uh, no, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to lose a tooth in my stick of pepperoni. Another food here. Michael asks, do you have any... Oh, excuse me, that was not Michael. This comes from David, who wants to know, what's your favorite way to cook or eat eggs? Oh, gosh. Well, I routinely make omelets. Love, love, love omelets. Uh, so I'll wrap them up in a tortilla. I'll put tahine. It's my new favorite seasoning. Tahine or salsa, put cheese in the middle. Uh, but I also will do an omelet with a bunch of veggies. I don't mind the dunking, so the sunny side up where you dunk the bread mm-hmm. into the yolk. I really enjoy that as well, but I don't eat as much bread these days. By the way, Jay, I'm a week and a half into no desserts, and it's got to be the toughest thing I've ever done. It, it's right up there with running a half marathon in a hurricane. I could imagine. Yeah. You declined I mean, my Snickers yesterday. Yeah, and so Bob's good. a big fat jerk because he's like, oh, I actually had my first craving for dessert today. Like, oh, my gosh. First time. Yeah, first time. Every five minutes I have a craving for dessert. <laughs> but here's the crazy part. Here's my test of my amazing willpower. Do you think that I'll be able to do this? I am baking cookies. Friday is my cookie baking day for Christmas. And for the wedding, do you think I'll be able... He doesn't believe me that I'm going to be able to go all the way through that without eating a cookie. Gosh, it's going to be hard. I think you can do it. I, I can't th- even lick the batter off of the the no, you got to lick the batter. Mixer. Lick the spoon. But, but, that's, but I can't. That's, the, that's dessert. That's not cheating. That's just a little... Come on. Jay, you are no good for me. I wouldn't no. be able to do it. I know you wouldn't. My gosh. <laughs> Michael wants to know, do you have any favorite comedians, old or current? Oh, that's a good question. Not really. It's not necessarily my genre. I do think that Chris Rock is really funny. And so I enjoy Chris Rock. I think, I mean, these are not necessarily comedians. Um, Well, Steve Martin was really funny, too. I really enjoyed Steve Martin. Um, Not necessarily comedians. um, But trying to think of who, I mean, gosh. Will Ferrell's hysterically funny. So, yeah, I... Not really comedians, but those are... Uh, Funny guys. Yeah, those, I, I wouldn't mind listening. I, I really like... Uh, it's not... who. What's his name? Tim the Toolman Thomas? Or Tim, yes, t- yes. Tim the Toolman? Uh, Tim Allen. Tim Allen. He's really funny, too. So those are just people I think are funny. I'm not really a comedian person. Rich wants to know if you could host any game show. <gasps> which one? Would family, it be? Feud, family Feud. Family Feud. Family <laughs> Feud. Really? I'm a huge... Actually, I want to participate in Family Feud. Oh, I love, love Family Feud. It is the best game show. Uh, Gene wants to know who are some of your favorite authors. Oh, gosh. Well, uh, Francis Matthews, Francine Matthews is one of them. Uh, Agatha Christie is another one. Well, let's see. Timothy Zahn, he's the great science fiction writer and has written a ton of incredible Star Wars material. So that's another one. Uh, yeah, those will probably be my, my top ones right now. All right, this one's before rapid fire. Kevin says, my six-year-old just started oh, to Ann learn. Oh, Ann Perry. Sorry, hmm. Ann Perry Mysteries. My fault. Go. Kevin says, my six-year-old just started to learn about Star Wars and wants to watch <gasps> them. Do I start with episode four or from episode one? He only knows Darth Vader and the droids. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you have to start with episode four just because you need to march him through the progression of this is how I learned about Star mm-hmm. Wars. And you can experience it again like you did when you were younger. All right, let's end with rapid fire. Rake or shovel? Shovel. Cook or be cooked for? Oh, cook, cook. <laughs> Group project or solo work? 
I do not like group projects, solo work. I end up doing all the work. I think you answered this before, but speed or accuracy? Accuracy. Pandas or koalas? Oh, gosh. Polar bears. <laughs> all right. A nine-hour flight or a 12-hour train ride? Ah! Ah! Nine-hour flight. Mariah Carey or Michael Buble? Michael Buble. Ooh. It's After Hours, <laughs> CBS Sports Radio. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.